Welcome back to the show, everyone. You're listening to Traveling with Francoise right here on Money Radio AM, 1200 AM and 100.9 FM. I am Francoise Rhodes, your hostess. Well, I've been talking about this beautiful woman for the last couple months. She is in studio with us finally. Sean, you have some music somewhere connected in there with all the buttons I've been sending you. Joining us is actress, Broadway actress and singer Patricia Wells. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Francois. Well, it's great to see you not on stage all the time, to see you standing around talking to me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you here. Now, Sean, do you have a little, let's play a little snippet of something, of Patricia's. All the music of life seems to be like a bell. I should give you a headset. Oh, well. I think you've heard yourself sing before. (laughs) Yes, you have. All right. When that bell starts to peal, I could swear I was falling. Right, Patricia. Well, you have a wonderful storied career. But first of all, let's talk a little bit about Patricia Welch. How long have you been performing? How did this all start? Gosh, I've been performing too many years to mention, way back since I was about, uh, well, professionally out of out of um, college, but mm. been singing since I was about nine years old. Ah, so yeah. that's your passion, singing. It is. It is. It really is. And you are a full-time desert resident. You've been here 11 years. And you, what brought you to the Coachella Valley? Actually, my husband's family brought me here. My husband has five grown children, all that live here in the desert. And uh, we have a wonderful extended family here, and that's what brought me here. We, oh. we we moved from Las Vegas, so from one desert to another. But we love living in this desert. And this entire time, you have been a performer. That has been your career. You're what a lucky, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, how lucky is Patricia? Do you get that all the time? You know what? It is luck. Yeah. It really is, because I, ha- I ha- have a Cinderella story, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, then tell us about this story. Okay. Well, I went to New York City out of college, and I had $1,400 in my pocket, thinking that that was a lot of money, mm-hmm. naive from West Virginia. Got there, couldn't get into any of the auditions because I wasn't an Actors' Equity member, and it was very frustrating. So I was ready to turn around and leave New York City, and my mother wired me money to go home, and I actually bumped into a person walking out of uh, Western Union who I went to college with. And she said, you can come and stay with us if you want to st- extend your stay here. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella's story happened because one week later they had the open call for The King and I with Yul Brenner, mm-hmm. And there were 6,000 people that auditioned for that show. They see all the equity people first, yeah. then the non-equity. So that's when I got my chance. And I was called back several times and then actually landed the role of Tup Tim in The King and I with Yul Brenner. Oh. And, uh, and the amazing thing about this story is that the $1,400 that I ended up going to New York City with, that was back in 1980, and that was my starting salary, $1,400 a week. So it was pretty, plus per diem, Uh of course. But I mean, that was really amazing that um, how that all came together. So I I consider it a a Cinderella story. (laughs) How how nervous were you with that interview? I mean, you were just ready to throw it in, go back home, and what, what got you amped up to go in there and just give it all that you had? 
I knew it was my last it, chance. It's your last <laughs> chance. Yeah. And, like, and well, working with Yul Brenner, how was that? He was wonderful. Every I did 2,500 performances with him on the road and the last six months on Broadway of mm-hmm. his life. So I was the last Tup Tim to work with Yul Brenner. And the exciting thing about it was that he sat in the wings for every single show that we performed and watched me sing my, my one of my key songs in the mm-hmm. show, which is My Lord and Master. Of course, he got to come right back on stage after yeah. I finished the song, <laughs> so he had to be there. But he watched me sing that every performance, and that was such an honor to have him watching me sing, you know. And, you know so not only did you get a start in a huge way, but 2,500 shows. Yes. I mentioned that was several years. I'm not good with math, so we, that's a lot of shows. Four and a half <laughs> years, eight um, shows a week. When, you know, Patricia, something that comes to mind, when someone is in a Broadway, a successful Broadway musical such as that, The King and I, how do you redefine yourself when you're done, when it's over? How where does a performer go from there? You just keep going. You just mm-hmm. keep looking for opportunities. You keep auditioning. You keep trying to hone in on where your strengths are, and uh, and work with that. And that's what I did. And then I've you know I've gone from Broadway to studio work to recordings to you know live stage, um, just everything that I can get my hands on musically. I mm-hmm. I love it. I really love love the music industry and being part of it. So. Well, and I just wanted to give you guys. We sort of kind of went. I had this idea in my mind of how Patricia and I were going to talk for the interview, but that went right out the window as soon as we started talking about everything. But just the story right there, Patricia, you were performing every Thursday night over at the Indian Wells Resort, Frank's Place, on stage at Frank's Place over there. And I was talking, we were talking a little bit before we went on the air about the show there. Now, first of all, is it nice to be sort of centered around where you live? <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. a hop and a skip away. I live in La Quinta, so uh, Indian Wells is the next little city over. So, But I love working at Frank's Place because it is a very intimate supper club, and there's a raised stage, and we have three Bose speakers, and if people, anybody knows about Bose, mm-hmm. that's like the, the, the creme de la creme of sound yeah. system, PA system, and there's a spotlight. So it's a real performance. It's a dinner. Sh- uh, it's a, like a supper club show. People can order off the menu. They can order appetizers, drinks, whatever. And I, I sing there from 6 to 9 every Thursday, and I'm loving it. Well, and you talk about supper clubs. So we go in, and we sit, and we dine and listen, listen to you. Yes. Our, our, we enjoy beautiful yes. music, and you, yes. you talk and you, you tell stories. Well, tell us a little bit about the show. What are we going to see when we go over to Frank's Place on a Thursday night? On my Thursday night, you're going to hear a lot of the oldies but goodies because mm-hmm. I'm really into that. I love the Melissa Manchester, the Barbara Streisand, um, Karen Carpenter, Patsy Cline, all the old hits. But then I also throw in a few current songs. I might throw in one or two Adele songs. Mm, and okay. uh, and I, I do a lot of, even Sarah Brightman, because I have a four octave range. So I sing everything from the classics and standards, even to some Broadway and opera, but very, you know, a little bit of that, but people seem to really love that. And uh, so I give them a little bit of you know, heads and tails. <laughs> well, and I say, do you do requests if somebody? Oh, has absolutely. A- I start out the show, you know, uh, in telling them I'm going to do the oldies but goodies, and then I tell them that when I take my next break, which is after the first hour, I'll mm-hmm. take about a 15 minute break, and I walk around and I talk to the audience. I get to meet people face to face. That's what I love about the small supper club, as opposed to being on big stages and arenas, because mm-hmm. I performed in arenas with 15,000 people, and you can't do that. Right. So yeah. um, this is really nice. So I get to walk 
walk around and I say, hey, do you have a favorite song? And mm-hmm. if it's an anniversary, like we had a couple the other night, it was, they were they were uh, celebrating their 60th Holy wedding anniversary. Smoke. And I sang a song for them called After All These Years, and they loved it. Or a birthday, sometimes for a birthday. I'll sing something that was a little bit out of the box for me. Remember the mm-hmm. uh, the song Happy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a little out of the box for me, but people love it and I they're like clapping. And, yeah. So, so I make it fun and I try to make it as personal as possible for people that are there in my audience coming to see me and enjoying their evening because it is their evening. It, well, I like that. It's their <laughs> evening. See? It's not, did you get that, folks? That is key right there. Patricia's not saying it's her evening. It's your evening when you go and enjoy the night and listen to Patricia Welch. Uh, Sean, let's play a little bit more of Patricia's music that you have over there. Patricia, usually we don't play music very long. We can just keep playing that right on through. It's beautiful. You have such a range. Thank you. Is that? Are you almost even operatic in some way? I am. I'm, oh. I was classically trained. But I was hoping you would play, since you are French, I was hoping you'd play a little bit of La Vie en Rose. I don't know if you could pull that one up. He's going to pull it I want to see what, what you think my French is like. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> you know my mother's listening and she will care. I want to talk a little bit. You know what I think we'll do? Let's... Let's go to break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about you performing with presidents. Okay. And then Sean can do however he wants with the music. He can either go out with the music, come back into the show, how, whatever you want to do, Sean. And so we'll be right back, folks. Don't go Welcome back to Traveling with Francoise. We are in our entertainment mode today. We have Patricia Wells joining us, and she is there night, not nightly, it's every Thursday night, weekly at the at Frank's place at the Indian Wells Resort. You won't be there though this Thursday. Okay. Holiday week, and we okay. always, they always take off. The entire enter, entertainment lineup is off for one week. Oh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this week, no. But after that, mm-hmm. Thursday from 6 to 9, it's a supper club, and it's just phenomenal. You've been listening to Patricia's music. Now, Patricia, I want to talk a little bit about you. I'm looking at your resume and all the exciting things you have done in your life. I think my life's exciting. I think Patricia has me atop here. A guest uh, anthem singer at the Dodger Stadium. You've been guest national anthem singer NASCAR. Um, Let's see, you performed for President, President, uh, former President Clinton and Ford. I was lucky enough to meet Ford in his home and interview him. And and one thing I've said, regardless of how, and and I'm wondering if you feel the same way, regardless of what you think of a president's political views, when you meet a president, there is still something so special about that. Yes, 
and not to mention all the Secret Service that is surrounded by. <laughs> I know, and they know your whole life story <laughs> before you even come up. <laughs> yes. So tell us a little bit about performing for uh, former President Clinton and Ford. How did that come about? Well, um, actually, I had an agent in when I was living in Las Vegas that booked me for the um, Cox Pavilion, and that's a very big arena. And so. Um, when I performed on stage, they had uh, President Clinton's Secret Service, and uh, they were on one side of the stage, and I was on the other side of the stage, and they're very, very guarded. I had to actually exit the opposite stage that President Clinton was coming on. Mm -hmm. But I do remember that one of his secret agents came up to me afterwards and said, um, President Clinton loved your your uh, rendition of the national anthem, and he wanted me to let you know that. And I thought that was very, very sweet. So, uh, yeah, it is wonderful. And, you know, I'll tell you, not only presidents, but I had the wonderful honor of singing for General Schwarzkopf when mm. he was alive. Mm -hmm. And that man did something really special. He, uh, he was a survivor of prostate cancer, and that's actually what took my stepfather's life. But at the time, my stepfather was still alive. And General Schwarzkopf was a survivor. And he said, um, just tell your dad to hang in there. And I don't know how it happened. But somehow he got a hold of my home at my address and sent a letter to my stepfather, addressed him and said, Joe, hang in there. You know, my mm -hmm. father was a Korean War veteran. And he wrote him a letter. And that meant so much mm -hmm. to him. It just made his day. You know, so I really, that's the best thing of all, being mm -hmm. able to perform for somebody that reaches out to you, you know, and General Schwarzkopf did. Wow, it's such great stories. And, and, <laughs> and you're continuing to make more as you go along. Now, have you cut back a little bit on your schedule? Because I know you're, you're enjoying what you're doing. Uh, or as an entertainer, I, I think it just, I would think in your case, singing, you just love to sing. I do. I do. And, you know, I really have not, I, I cut back in the sense that I'm not on the road anymore. I okay. don't want to be mm -hmm. on the road. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless something super, super big happened. But right. I mean, I do have a couple things on my bucket list. I would love to be, uh, have my voice in a feature film. Mm -hmm. And that hasn't really happened yet. So I would love to have that happen. But as far as uh, working, I really love living here and working here in our desert. I don't think there's a more beautiful place mm -hmm. on earth. I don't know if if I'm being biased or not, but I think this is the most beautiful place to live in the world. <laughs> well, you can be biased. That's okay. We're all right with that on this show. Does the, the weather affect a voice? Because your voice is just so beautiful and you have such high ranges. Does the dryness bother your voice I at think all? it helps me, if anything. Oh. You know, I really, um, you know, I don't have any allergies here. Um, I, I'm actually fine. Mm -hmm. Dry, dry, warm climate is suits me fine. Because <laughs> we get a lot of entertainers, I'm sure you know, because you mm -hmm. know what goes on behind the scenes. They yes. come down to the valley all the time. I know Pink has a home up in uh, uh, up in uh, Yucca Valley, and they're spread out all over. It's just a little bit more of a low-key kind of atmosphere as it was when Frank and all those people were hanging around. That was just a different time. Now, Robert Goulet, you've performed with him, Yul Brenner, Wayne Newton. Now, Wayne Newton kind of seems like the guy to me that would sort of steal the show. How is it <laughs> in, in his own mind he would want to steal the show? How was it performing with Wayne Newton? Wayne, Wayne is actually a wonderful performer. He is an all-round entertainer, and I've actually learned a lot from him mm -hmm. by doing my own show now. From I've, I've kind of yeah. taken some things. You know, it's okay to take things from other performers right. mm -hmm. that are good. And, you know, they, my husband always said imitate is the highest form of flattery. You know, like one of one of Wayne's big lines was 
you mean you're not tired yet? You know, and that's what I would say to people when they're having a good time during mm-hmm. my show. You mean you're not tired of this yet? Yeah. You know? So um, there are things like that 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 really, um, you know, just help. And um, so I love working with him, but he can play all like, I don't know, 20 instruments. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Uh-huh. Piano, banjo, guitar, uh, fiddle. I mean, mm-hmm. just uh, amazing all, and tells jokes and and stories and and I've and I've learned from his storytelling too. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh well, it's key because the audience really does enjoy the stories. They do like to hear your experience because yes. you have experience experiences that most of us won't ever even have. Yeah. And it is wonderful to hear those. Now, do you play a musical instrument? Oh no, I no. wish. <laughs> you know? I am okay. I'm two left feet, and I don't have any musicality as far as instrumentation goes. Oh, my right. instrument is my voice. That's about it. And do but, you have uh, a backup musicians that work with you? I actually uh, perform with tracks at uh, Frank's place, but they're they're highly professional. They're the best tracks that you can get. Many mm-hmm. of them are like the replica of the original music or the artist. And uh, and, I've, and then I've had some tracks like in different keys, like, for example, my Unchained Melody, when I sang that one and Andy Williams heard it, he's, he nudged the person next to him and he said, I don't know how she's going to hit those notes starting out in that key. Mm-hmm. So I do have certain tracks that were made for me that are in higher keys that work for my voice better. So And tracks meaning those are the music. The music. The music mm-hmm. that you sing to. That's right. It's the same thing as tracks. the orchestras. Uh-huh. Sitting there, except right. that you have okay this high quality. Right, right. I just pr- plug the tracks into this house system, uh-huh. and then they're all in a playlist, and I just do my show that way. And I can I can shuffle, and I can actually add new tracks, or mm-hmm. or or like if somebody actually makes a, a requ- has a request, and mm-hmm. if as long as I have about two hundred and thirty five songs Ooh, yeah. loaded in, so if somebody has a request and I have that song loaded in, I can mm-hmm. pull it up just like that. What's the them. most popular request? Oh gosh. Um, there are so many requests, but a lot of people like the Patsy Cline, and a lot of people, believe it or not, like my opera. They like uh, there's a, a beautiful, very short and sweet aria called O Mio Babino Caro, and they love that. Mm. And um, and then they, of course, they love the Cole Porter tunes and some of the Frank Sinatra tunes, and so um, you know it just varies. But but. Uh, I have people when I go on my break. That's I'll ask them if they have a favorite song, and then they'll look at me and they'll say, "Well, you've sung, you're singing all my favorites." <laughs> so that's really wonderful. So I think I'm right in tune with what people like, mm-hmm. and and my demographic for the for the room, by the way, are like the over forty, forty mm-hmm. and up. You know, yeah. that's the crowd, yeah. and they like the oldies but goodies. You yeah. know, kind of hits home for a lot of us that grew up in the seventies. That's <laughs> right, and you know, we love songs that we can actually sing the words or know the words in our head we yes. can understand what the performer's saying mm-hmm. now your show is five dollars mm-hmm. and it says and then plus they buy their own appetizers drinks and all that kind that's of stuff. Right. five dollars oh my gosh that's, that's <laughs> nothing to hear your voice and this folks is every thursday night except this coming up thursday at the um indian wells resort in indian wells at frank's place so you can't you can walk right in now frank's place if i recall is when you walk in to the right the stage is right there. Have, have they That's changed? correct. Yeah, as soon right. as you walk in the door, they have the big lobby with the marble floor yep, and yep, the chandelier. Yep. And then, then they have a sunken in dining room right off to off the to right the of that. Uh-huh. And that's where you'll find Patricia Welch. Yes. And your website is simply? It's patriciawelch.com. Which is on Traveling with Francoise, folks. So easy to find if you and forget. And W-E-L-C-H. Yes. Patricia oh. Welch. And my dates and times are listed on my website as well. Okay. And also the number to call for reservations. 
because reservations are highly re- recommended. Okay. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that. Yes. Definitely, because yes. I just figured it starts at six. I thought mm-hmm. if I get there at five, I can get a seat. Yeah. Well, you probably <laughs> could. You know, it's a little slower time right now, but although it will start picking up in January and yeah, February, that's great. Mm-hmm. And you also have. Um, uh, there's a number to call too for reservation seven six zero seven nine seven eighty seven hundred. That's seven six zero seven nine seven eighty seven hundred. And you also have we have about two minutes left. You have a special on TV coming. You're going to be part of a Christmas special. Tell us about that. Yes, that is a. Um a Palm Springs uh, Desert Christmas Special, mm-hmm. and it's headed up by David Green's yeah. Musical Theater University, and the, these are high school students that are Broadway-bound. Mm-hmm. They're the creme de la creme. They have to actually audition to be part of his troupe, and they're wonderful kids, and I'm part of that Christmas special. And if you look on Spectrum uh, or, or whatever your TV lineup is, it's one of the local channels, and I think it says, like, Christmas in the Desert or Christmas in Palm Springs. You can't miss it, and I think they're airing it, like, 12 or 14 Several times, times. Yes. yes. And uh-huh. it's on what station? It's uh, on Spectrum, I, but... It's on Spectrum, but I think it's KIMR, but yeah, I'm, I not, think it's, I'm not positive. I think it it's is on one of the fun. desert local stations. Yeah. Yes. So, Patricia uh-huh. Wells. Well, Patricia, thank you so much for joining us. The, the half hour flew by. It's been quite a pleasure. You will be performing at Frank's Place Indian Wells Resort through May. That's correct. Every Thursday night, folks, from 6 to 9, except this Thursday. So remember that because of the Christmas holiday. But go on over there. Make reservations. The information is on Traveling with Francoise. Uh, It's been such a joy to have you on. We'll have to come back. Thank you very much. And I want to wish you and everyone a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to step aside. We're going to go out of the show playing Patricia's music. When we come back, we're going to talk about, we're going to shift into travel gear and talk about... um, my trip to New York City. Can't wait to tell you about it. All right, folks, we'll be right back. You're listening to Traveling with Francoise. <laughs> 